Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. Is he going to miss? He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Hi, Pat. What's up? What's up, boys? No, nothing. How are we doing? No, we're great. We're great. We actually have a really good week coming up here. We're excited about it. I I just had a realization today. We were talking to Derek Broniker a little bit ago. I had a realization that we've got the Open Championship followed by the Major League Draft followed by SEC Media Day. So pretty happy about the next 10 days or so. Yes, it is. Uh, it always – it's a great um, break of the summer Routine. I don't anyone needs a break from the summer routine, but the open is fantastic. And did you see Coach Van Horn not happy about the placement of the Major League Baseball draft? Which I can, I guess I can sympathize with him. I, I get it from Major League Baseball standpoint. It's um, trying to separate it more of an event, but you know his comments of it waiting, having to wait to see which one of his players and you know what the decision is going to be making. Obviously, any coaches. You know, it, it crosses all sports, you know, when when they have to be delayed on that decision. But well, Coach Van Horn doesn't like some. I don't like some. Well, none of the coaches like it, apparently, and none of the folks at the major league level like it, apparently, according to Bron- Derek Broniker. It's strictly a commissioner thing, trying to create more mm. interest in the game and a little interest around the draft, which I think we can all agree ain't happening. <laughs> no. I love uh, baseball. I love college so- baseball. I like watching drafts. I really don't care about the baseball draft. I mean, I, I, I'm, yeah. I want to see where Caden Wallace goes and Peyton Paulette, but I, do you think I'll be sitting around the TV Sunday night watching the draft if, on ESPN? If they were top ten guys, I might make more of a point to do it, but they're not. So, you know, it's Do you think right. it's because they're the combination of there's so many draft picks, number one, number two, they may not sign, but also, like, the impact of it. I don't know. I, I guess – you know, it's sort of like they get drafted, but it's still a few years. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. Way through the system. I think that's a perfect yeah. point. Yeah, because you know, if the guy's drafted in the top ten in NFL, he's going to play next year. Start. And NBA, right. same deal. Right. right? You're yeah. going to see that guy on the court next year. I also think the MLB yeah. draft is even more of a crapshoot than the others. That's probably true too. Yeah. Derek just told us 80 people on first day between the first and second rounds, and then the supplemental draft on day one. You get 80 guys taken. So. Yeah, I think you just stay tuned and wait and see what happens, but I don't know that I'll be locked into it either. So, that's, uh... so do you know, you know what I did do, though? Hmm. I know we're not supposed to say the H word, according to uh, research. Yes, that's correct. Uh, but go ahead. Person. But you're going to do it anyway. But I watched the NHL draft. Why? Yeah. Mainly because I was mainly because I was waiting for the NBA Summer League to start and it was right it was on right before the Summer League, but it was kind of cool, man, watching you know the hockey players got that flow, you know their hairstyle uh-huh. is so very cool. Um, and it was kind of, you know, I like listening to them in their Canadian accents, eh? Hey. Where are you going to play next year, eh? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It was kind of cool, man. It was kind of cool. They didn't ban the Russians from being drafted this year, did they, in the initial draft? I don't think so. Um, hmm. and that's the other part of it, too. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of cool to, to, to see the pronunciations of the wide variety of names from all over the, all over the globe. Yeah. 
Got the uh, British Open this week. I've got a list here of the field, and you won't believe how some of these guys got into the Open Championship. It's pretty interesting. Obviously, all the former champions get in, including John Daly, but I'm going to go through that list a little bit later. i got some uh, Major League Baseball news I want to talk about in a second. Tiger Woods is taking LIV golf to the woodshed. He is on the heels of Roy McIlroy. He's been doing it every chance he gets, and as Wes mentioned earlier, like I haven't heard much from Tiger at all about this particular yeah. issue, but he says today, I disagree with it. I think that what they're, they've done, they've turned their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. It's kind of been the way that I've thought about it. I can't begrudge a guy for taking $125 million for doing nothing, but at the same time, I, I agree with Tiger. These guys have made you famous, they've made you rich, and then you basically just turned your back on them. So, and then, of course, the other big issue is, Will they get to play in majors? And for Tiger, he said, it's not worth my chances of not being able to because that's all I'm out here for. Yeah, I, I saw his press conference, and he was really laying into the younger players and yep. them maybe not being able to see the big picture of, of what could happen. Again, this is one of I, – I can't think of – a situation that is is for a lot of those guys that is big money, fellas. I mean, I, I mean, I, I we can't even fathom that if somebody is if you're faced with that decision, that is like 100 million. Are you kidding me? And I realize they're millionaires. I realize that. Um, I and I well, and Tiger's maybe, a billionaire, so it's really easy for him to say, yeah, right. Like a guy like Kepka or who are the other ones, Patrick Reed and Dustin Johnson, DJ, um, like. I I probably don't appreciate – I know I don't appreciate the grind that is what these players do. Mm-hmm. I, I know I don't appreciate it because I take it for granted where, like, every weekend there's a golf tournament. Right. And, and so, you know, we're like, oh, they're just playing golf. But that's the other side of it is, like, it's a grind, man. You look at Tiger's body, and obviously he's uh, not unique in this, but it's a broke – Outside of a car accident, I mean, it, it's their bodies go through a lot. Yeah. Their, their travel goes through a lot. And mm-hmm. so it's tough for me. The private jet's tough. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's tough for me. Like, I, I, you know, my college roommate, Rich Morris, I talked to him about many a times when he started out in his professional career, you know, his wife was on the bag for him because he was, they were trying to save as much money as possible driving to tournaments. Oh, my God. Staying in the hotel. <laughs> she was a Razorback cheerleader too, by the way. Oh, hey, how are you? I know all the all the golfers, man. They get all all the uh... yeah. It's not quarterbacks; it's golfers that get the ladies. Apparently, <laughs> oh, Brett was wrong the whole time. Well, Sterner's girlfriend was a Razorback cheerleader too, but she moved from Baytown, Texas. Oh, okay, um, and uh, so, but it, so it's tough for me to say. Guys, the history of the game, you know, Tiger was talking about that when yeah. you're looking at, you know, some of this money that is – and like you guys said, I don't know what the percentages is of players that don't make the PGA Tour. and Like, you know, we talk about, like, football, right? What is it, like 0.1% of all high school players play in the NFL and then it's 1% of all college players, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the numbers on being able to make a living. I know – Personally, personally, a lot more golfers who did not make a living uh, that played high-level college golf that than that did. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I mean, th- there was what tag ridings, right? Yeah. In, in terms of my years, mm-hmm. I think was really maybe the only one that was, was able to make Lingworth a living. Lingworth in your era was he after you? He was after me. I'm okay. still waiting for an email back from him yeah. to, to get him on the son zone. of a gun. 
Uh, talking to Pat and Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, talking to Pat Bradley on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's all brought to you by our friends at uh, River City Flooring. And uh, Pat, we going fishing or what? What's the, what's the deal? We going or not? We're, we're we're leaning there. I got one more thing to find out today, hopefully. And I think we're in business, babe. I love I think it. We nice. are in business. Pat, the Wimbledon final on Sunday started at 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. So you got to sleep in. Did you catch any of Kyrgios Djokovic? I did not. Um, I was actually visiting my brother down there in South Florida. Well, a couple of things after the uh, or during the, the match, and then uh, one thing after, I guess, was the speech and the conversation about what happens with Djokovic now. But uh, if you missed it, Kyrgios got into it with this lady in the stands. And she has now spoken publicly. So let's go back to the clip from Sunday when Nick Kyrgios went off on this lady to the chair umpire who was giving him no attention initially and then eventually listened to him and got the lady thrown out for a little while. Yeah, but it shouldn't be coming down to your opinion. She's distracting me when I'm serving in a Wimbledon final. Well, there's no other bigger occasion. You didn't believe me, and then she did it again. It nearly cost me the game. Yeah, okay, but why is she still here? She's drunk out of her mind in the first row, speaking to me in the middle of the game. What's acceptable? Nothing is acceptable. Okay, so kick her out. I don't know which one it is. I know exactly which one it is. Tell me. It's the one in the, the, the dress with the... The one that looks like she's had about 700 drinks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I got some bad news for Karyos. I'm not joking. I, last week, pulled up um, tickets for the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna go to the tennis U.S. Open. Me and you Guy should. Whitney. So if he thinks that lady oh. was troublesome in the front row, you better look out when me and Guy Whitney roll but, in. But I think there's an expectation <laughs> of Wimbledon, Pat. I just think it's such a you know the the way that it is and the way they operate. And and by the way, obviously he's so into the traditions of Wimbledon that he wore a red hat on center court in his post game interview, but or post match interview. So he obviously isn't too worried about the uh, being prim and proper over at Wimbledon. But anyway. She says, so she has spoken. They found this woman. Her name is uh, Anaya Paulus. Anaya Paulus is her name. She was briefly removed, then they let her come back in five minutes later. Uh, she says, if you think one person saying, come on, you can do it, is so disturbing that he loses the game, how can he pick up a single fan who's clapping and rooting for him? She said she was supporting Curios due in part to having suffered from depression and could sympathize with him. He has previously opened up about his mental health and experience with depression. So he's getting this lady thrown out, and yet she's on his side. I mean, I don't know, man. But all I know is I hope to see more Nick Kyrgios in high-level matches, uh, Grand Slam finals, and certainly more matchups with Djokovic, which he did win the first set. Djokovic, to his defense, was very complimentary after winning. I lost words for what this tournament, uh, what this trophy means to me, to my, to my team, to my family. I've, I've said this many, you know, many times. It always has been and will be the most special tournament in my heart, the one that motivated me, inspired me to start playing tennis in a small little mountain resort in Serbia where my parents used to run the restaurant. I was four and a half, five years old, and I saw Pete Sampras win his first Wimbledon in 92, and I asked my dad and mom to buy me a racket, and, and my first image of tennis was grass and Wimbledon, and I always dreamed of coming here, just playing in this court, and then, of course, uh, realizing the childhood dream and winning this trophy, and, I, uh, you know, every single time, it's, it gets more and more meaningful and special, and so I'm, I'm very blessed and very thankful to, to be standing here with the with trophy.
I really respect you a lot. I think you are a phenomenal tennis player, an athlete, amazing talent. I mean, you've been hearing all of that for many years. But now, you know, everything is starting to come together for you. So I'm sure we're going to see much of you in the later stages of a Grand Slam, man. And um, I never thought I'm going to say so many nice things about you, considering, <laughs> <laughs> considering the relationship. Okay, it's officially a bromance. All right. <laughs> I like that. It's good for tennis. That's fun. So, what do you think, Pat? Curios, good excited. or bad for tennis? You like him or no? He's good. Yeah, I like him. I'm, I'm a little, um, little sad that uh, Djokovic, the Joker, um, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to compete in the U.S. Open. I'm glad you brought that up. That was my next point. Miami Herald Which, this morning I was reading, Pat. Michelle Kaufman is the uh, columnist, and I read it, and I sent her an email this morning and uh, gave her a little pat on the back over email for her work. I thought she had a well-written story, and it sums up like this. The tournament will not be safer without him. It will just be weaker and less entertaining. And she's 100% right. Yeah. And at this point in the game, look, we have been ardent supporters of getting people vaccinated. We have been ardent supporters of listening to the medical experts. And we have been, you know, admittedly not uh, the most knowledgeable people on this. We try to lean on people who at least purport to be and those who study it. However, I think anybody at this point can agree he poses no danger. And I realize also it's kind of like the Brittany Griner thing. You don't want to give preferential treatment to athletes. And if foreigners can't come into the country, if they're not vaccinated, whatever. But you're letting Kyrie and everybody else now at this point run around New York and, and compete without being vaccinated. These are the most high-level athletes in the world. I don't yeah, think he poses a threat to anybody else. And, again, if anything, he only poses a threat to himself by not getting vaccinated. So – what difference does it make at this point? I don't, I don't think the majority of people – in fact, we can make this a question of the day for tomorrow. Do you think he should get to play? Because I certainly do. I don't think it's right. I, I'm, I'm assuming this is a U.S. Open thing and not a New York thing. Yeah, it's a U.S. thing, I think. It's a U.S. Yeah, so not, you can't come it's in as a policy, foreigner. It's right? Yeah. 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 And it sucks. Oh, as a foreigner? Yeah. I think, yeah, if you're coming from – trying to keep out you know, the variants that we don't have yet. Yeah. So – I mean, and again, oh, we got, oh, Wes, we got them. Yeah. We just hadn't found them yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to avoid monkeypox at this point. My thing is, why not test him? You know, if, if, if the whole, if he, no. he can fly private, get him tested when he leaves, get him tested when he you arrives. That daily is, Justin, that's hashtag logician stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, they don't like by the that. way, uh, by the way, you know what I found in my golf bag the other day? Hashtag logician golf ball. I lost it, though. Remember you had those printed out? Our buddy Simon Hewitt? Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just too, it's logical. It's, it's, it makes too much sense. And, and I just hope it's not somebody grandstanding. Well, it's silly cause they're not, you know, obviously there are some loophole. I just got a note from somebody who said that, uh, he knows of some internationals that came in this week that they just never got checked. And so they came in the country without being vaccinated. So yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it's going on. I, mean, I don't want to go down that path, but I'm, I'm sure there's foreigners that are walking over the border every day that no one knows it. My father was a mule. What are you talking about? There's all kinds of stuff coming in the country. I mean, what are we talking just, about? At this point, it's ridiculous. Yeah. As things currently stand, he wouldn't be able to play in the Australian Open either. Right. We knew so that. So he wouldn't play until May. Yeah. But by then, he's got a chance to, you know, they got a chance to work that out, you know. But the right. U.S. Yeah. Open's up next, so that's why it's top of mind for folks. And everybody wants to see him compete. Now, Curios kicked his butt twice in their two hardcore matchups, and I think we'd all like to see that happen again. At least see them match up. And again, I, don't, I, I can't believe or dream 
my mind won't go there that Curios is going to make another final, but it'd be cool, That'd for, be cool. The, for the U.S. Open. I mean, you know, the courts if that he, Johnny Mac once run. I if mean, he doesn't get yeah. sent to prison in early August. It's also a good point, Christian. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the domestic abuse, that, that little domestic abuse case that's hanging over his head. So there's that. Not a good yeah, situation. He's got a lot of, he, he, that's the other thing is, I, I mean, distractions, and you see how easily he's distracted. <laughs> he's got distractions. He is a distraction to himself and others. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I hope it ends well for him. Have um, you ever known anybody like that, but, Pat, that was able to compete at a high level while constantly finding things to be PO'd about as they competed? I, I, I think there are some people who, who thrive in that sort of, atmosphere but i i'm like so like guy like john McEnroe, you could see that he probably wanted to pick fights with anybody just to get his blood going mm-hmm. uh however I, I think when you when you're talking about legal things hanging you're talking about jail mm. I, I don't know anybody that that can perform at the highest level with with those types of serious things going on you know and especially in that one-on-one environment like tennis i mean i Golf is the same. They were talking before, gosh, what was it we just had? Was it the U.S. Open, I guess? A lot of the golf um, analysts were talking about the live golfers are not going to have a good tournament because their minds are not completely focused. And they were talking about competing in that level in a, in a thing like a major championship. You know, if you're not 100% mentally in it, then you're not going to have a chance. Um and a lot of those guys didn't play well. Matter of fact, what Phil Mickelson came out and didn't, and and I mean he was what was it after like the first round he was basically out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think maybe this, you know same for Kyrgios and but those are strong mental men, mentally strong dudes. Um, in in dudettes <laughs> that 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 compete, man. That mono a mono stuff is something else. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to go to the U.S. Open and hopefully I don't have a George Costanza moment. Um, eating an ice cream sundae, and then I'll be on TV with all ice cream all over my face. Yeah, you don't want that. That's that's amazing. Have you been to a major before or a grand slam before? No, man. That's why. I, I, and the U.S. Open apparently is is the lively one, right? Like people are kind of hooting and hollering. It's not like Wimbledon where you gotta you know sit on your hands type thing. So. I'm excited. No, I never, I've never been in nor major golf t- uh, championship, which I want to go to too. Um, we're we're going to the Open Championship this week. We're leaving for St. Andrews <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I know. I figured you guys would, but uh, makes sense. You guys should make for the final round. Have a couple of uh, coldies there. Yeah, enjoy yourself. It'd be fun. Hang out with JD and Tiger. Boy, if those uh, if those two would really open up, that would be a blast. Can you wow. imagine? I said last night on Twitter that would be the greatest reality TV show. If you got JD and the Goat. Just running around the streets, Jack. doing things together. Shut well, it looks like they're going to be spending some time around each other in the near future because Tiger's son looks like he's shaping into a, a pro golfer, and, and I mean, JD's kid looks like he's shaping up into a pro JD's golfer. JD's kid's a beast. Forget about it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a, what, maybe eight-year age gap, but, you know, it looks like uh, they'll be competing. So yeah. that'll be good to see, see those – those guys uh, may develop into. Would you rather see a reality like show that. with John Daly and Tiger Woods or John Daly and Jack Nicholas West? John Daly and Tiger Woods. Okay, thank you. But you <laughs> called him the goat. He's yeah, the, not the goat. He is the goat. No. Yeah. Jack's the goat. Jack's the best ever. No, he isn't. 
He's got 18 majors. He, that doesn't mean everything. And yeah. he also Why do we in a play the game? Different era. You play the game to win majors. You you are in a vast minority, my friend. We can no. put it on a poll. You want to put it on a poll? Question of the day, you want to ask who, who's the greatest, Jack or Tiger? It'll be a blowout. Won't he be close? Well, it's a popularity contest, but if you ask golfers, golfers will tell you Jack Tiger Nicklaus Woods. is you're the high. greatest ever. You're drunk. No. You're drunk. Ah, wow, this is you're good. Drunk, you're drunk already, I mean, and you haven't even left for vacation yet. Tiger's, <laughs> Tiger's not even close to Jack. I mean, he's three wow. behind, and he's he's not going to catch him. He's not going to surpass him. It's no. Tiger had his chance, and he screwed it up and blew I did it. Read, I did read this statistic, which blew me away. In the 1970s, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson... Uh, finished in Nicholas. the top ten. Uh, yeah, what did I say? Nicholson. Well, Jack Nicholson I, I probably mean, could have finished in the top ten because there's only twelve. You were, you were helping Justin's in, debate by getting in, his name wrong, and so in I just, every single, his name is. Yeah. in every single major, he finished in the top ten in the 1970s. Okay, and and it might have even been every single tournament. I'll have to go back on the tweet and look at that. And he was playing but, against seven other guys that had a chance to win each week. Tiger plays against you know 50 guys <laughs> that have a chance to win each week. No, it's crazy. Don't don't be silly. You're being silly. See, now that is is really where the debate lies. I think is is. I'm not going to say Jack was playing against plumbers, but let's be honest, it's harder to win now than <laughs> it was playing then. against Bob Cousy. <laughs> uh, Pat, I got one last story. I got to leave you with here. This is a zone fu. I know you love those. This is a story about a. I never thought I'd be telling you a story about a Grambling State volleyball coach. But oh, how about that? She was at Pine Bluff, wasn't she? She was a former UAPB volleyball coach. Yeah. I didn't know the backstory here. I just knew that she had kicked everybody off her team. See ya. Yeah, that was I the story we got. That. So she was on in hot water, and I gave her a, a jock strap, or she was my chump of the week or something last week. Well, yeah. she has been uh, unceremoniously let go <gasps> from Grambling State. Her name is Chelsea Lucas. She is a uh, Grambling State grad, coached at UAPB, and after the coach stepped down at Grambling, she took over. She was uh, 37 and 44 in her time at UAPB, 18 and 15 in the last year. So here's the backstory. Apparently, things were very tense from the very beginning when she walked in the door. Uh, apparently, they they do a chant occasionally at Grambling State, uh, and I don't know if it's directed at the opponent or the opposing coach or what. But apparently, she felt like it was. Um, she uh, was so salty about it, and I don't know why she would take the job. She was still salty about it. Says when we played them at home and we beat them, our school has this chant. This is uh, who's who's speaking here. It was one of the players, okay, um, of of Grambling. And you chant like the B word. Oh, this is a senior. Sheila Border says. I yeah. guess she thought I was calling them B words, but like the whole school says it. They say it at basketball games and football games. It's nothing personal. Lucas uh, <laughs> said, "I bet you can't expect to didn't expect to see me again. I bet y'all will think twice." Who y'all call a B? In the weeks after her appointment, she held three practice sessions, most of which consisted of very few volleyball-related drills and a lot of punishment-related running. Some of the uh, former teammates tried to push past the ice or reception and develop a relationship, and it didn't work out too well. So it, Next thing you know, they're all gone, fishy. and she's fired. Something's fishy about this because the I, I, what I, from what I was reading, I think Grambling had just hired a new athletic director, too. Okay. And the the it does not make sense to me. I'm not going conspiracy theory here, but yeah. it does not make sense to me. You hire somebody from Pine Bluff who didn't even have a winning record to come in. Well, she did have a winning record in her last season, though, Pat. Okay, I'll give you that. And then one of the mothers of a Grambling State player said immediately when she left Pine Bluff, Half of like the Pine Bluff volleyball team went in the transfer portal, mm-hmm. and so the players, because it's a it's a community, it's a volleyball community. They were texting each other of the two different teams, saying, "Hey, I'm getting in the portal," and and, and the Granville players like, "Okay, well, clearly, you, you, some of you are going to maybe want to follow your coach." Next thing you know, she's trying to get rid of everybody, which is 
The oh. biggest piece of crap move. You had girls that were seniors about to graduate on a scholarship. Like, are you kidding me? And they got to go somewhere else? That's the lowest of the low to do that to somebody who's put in that time. All right, I've granted maybe they're not the best team at Grambling. I don't know. But that athletic director, he's got to answer for something now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something funny's going on between those two. I'm not saying anything, anything. But I'm just saying we're going to read about something funny business between you the think, coach and that athletic director. You think she was trying to bring it to UAPB South? She was trying to make a UAPB <laughs> South there at Grambling State, you're telling me. I'm, I'm just saying it's awfully fishy to me that this athletic director allowed her to, 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 to do all these things and look the other way. That seems a little fishy to me. But yeah, Don't you have you, that conversation with your AD before you're like, oh, by the way, I'm going to kick everybody off the team. That's okay. Or when you hear about it, you say, oh, so I don't know if he, I'm just saying we're going to read, I think, that's my prediction. But the only thing I'm fishing these days is trout, boys, They're up on the flipping river over there. Yeah. Hopefully, flip. August 5th. Make it work. Let's go. Let's nail it down, babe. Let's make it work. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to know some of those private conversations. Like, look, I'd take a corpse over some of these girls. I can't win with this team. i got to <laughs> kick them all off. But, Justin, we're not talking about, like, Pac-12 volleyball. It's like, no, it's way better than that. I know, but you got to understand like what your purpose is at that level. I, I mean, you've got to help them, you know, graduate and get yes. adjusted into society and things like that. No, you're right. I, mean, I don't know. I just, I don't understand sometimes the people's approach to what they're really supposed to be doing. Well, I don't know why educating. you take Yeah, why are you going to take a job and walk in there with a bad attitude towards your players because, you know, they chanted at you when you're on opposing team. I don't know. I would expect that actually. Or maybe learn. I mean, like like I said, I mean, I'd be I'm sure she knew a lot of the girls. I mean, they're in the same conference. She right. might have even probably recruited a lot of them. Probably so. I don't know. I I just it's a weird story. I know me. this. I'm disappointed actually. We've spent 5 minutes talking about women's volleyball. Uh, I love women's volleyball. Over, yeah, but we don't talk about it. So. It's my favorite volleyball, <laughs> you actually. You really? You got a problem with we, Karch Karai? No, I love Karch Karai, but the Razorback volleyball, up when I was playing, we didn't have a men's team. We had a women's team, so we would go all watch the women's play. The women's? And then you, the women's. And then UCA comes out with beach volleyball. How oh, awesome yeah. is that? That's next level, buddy. Love a little, awesome. love a little volleyball. I, I am a huge fan, believe me. If they had had it in I my high school, that. I would have played for sure. You'd be uh, the libero. Obviously. I could jump back in the day. I probably I could have done a little hitting back in yeah, the day. Yeah, you were scrappy. You would like to dive on the floor. Yeah. Like a libero. Yeah. You get to wear the cool shirt, too. Only the libero gets to wear it. Yeah. Like, that's why I always wanted to be a goalie. I just wanted a different uniform. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. And plus, I didn't want to run up and down the field. That's way too much work. So. Yeah, but you don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say the joke I was going to say. It's probably better. All right. Thanks it's too early for that. Thanks to River City Floor, and we appreciate them. And hopefully, we're going to see Pat. We're going to check out another one of their stores in the near future. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. All right, boys. All right, have a great afternoon. Thing. Hey, let us know Do when uh, we get close to the US Open. I want to get some insights on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. Any excuse to kick it with Guy Whitney is a good excuse. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, buddy, that'd be so it? much fun. That'd be worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Let me know when you book that trip no. down to Boston and the Cape. Oh, yeah. No problem, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all over. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, right yep. about the time yep. you, you book your uh, River City trip. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> See you. PB. Thanks, River City Florence.